Drone Talks is an online platform to spread ideas and to educate in the drone ecosystem. At Drone Talks, we discuss technology, regulatory, business, and ecosystem topics openly with industry leaders to enable and foster innovation for a better future. Hi, everyone. I'm Esther Kovac, CEO and founder of Drone Talks. And today I am talking with Jackie Dumovic, CEO and founder at Hoover UAV. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Esther. It's great to uh, chat to you today. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, my first question is always, why drones? What broke you to the drone industry? Well, um, I actually needed a career change. So I had spent my life at sea. Uh, so traveling around on super yachts, um, doing everything from hostessing to uh, navigational watches and engineering. And it was time I, I had a baby. So it was I couldn't go back to sea, so I thought, oh, what can I do? And I'd always seen the need. I always saw there was a potential of what drones could do with saving lives and also uh, for the environment. So I thought, why not? Let's just start a drone business and um, went and did that a few months later. Oh, what a change. Congratulations. So, so you've seen some potential in drones or how, how did it come? Yeah, I just saw the potential like of the uses and especially from my maritime career, I was going, oh, like how great would this be when we were cruising around the South Pacific where the charts weren't very good? It's like if we could use a drone to look through the water, um, it maybe would limit accidents and things from the, the boat hitting the reef. So that was the sort of first potential. And then even early on, uh, we, were, we were flying drones over the water and we started spotting sharks. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is a great shark, shark mitigation tool. Um, and that led us to working with uh, some of the first government trials for actually using drones to spot sharks. Wow, it's really impressive, you know, like I think you found the problem, you found the solution and you build the business on that, right? You know, we had we had people from Canada, America, Europe, but you know, you are the first from Australia, which is really exciting. So I was just wondering, can you share how the Australian drone ecosystem look like? The drone industry in Australia is thriving right now. Um, it's it's really exciting time to be involved. There's many reasons, I guess, why it is. We're, we're really lucky with our, um, like we've got lots of support from the governments. So there's lots of drone strategies, which helps us um, with progression and things like that. We also um, have great regulatory pathways. So the regulators have developed lots of pathways from, from basic to, to how to operate drones through to the more complex operations as well. Um, but I think the most reason why it's exciting in, in Australia is actually the the amount of use cases. And we have thriving mining and agriculture, and they're, they're great. They they want to adapt and be those first adapters to use that. So it, it's, it's really great for us to work with these people that are just so accepting of drone technology. Wow, so you know, the question came to my mind, is that is that hard to explain them the benefit of this innovative technology for their industry? Or, or is, it, is it easy or how do you see that? Look, sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard. Most of the time they just, obviously a drone is a tool. So they're just focused on their, their data and things like that. So when they can actually see the data working and the cost benefits, then it is easier. Although we have built our business over the last six years, if we haven't just gone out to do a job, for, for a client, it's all about educational as well. So during that time, we, we spend the time to actually explain to the client, look, this is how we did it. This is how we actually had to go through the regulatory pathway. This is how we're collecting your data. This is how we're managing the data. And I think 
by doing those additional things is helping them to adapt and really accept it as well. That sounds great. So you, you mentioned you educate as well the clients, but what Hoover UAV does? If I want to explain, you know, to my mom. Look, when I first started out, um, like many companies, we tried to do everything. We thought, oh yeah, like we can do this and this and this, and we're a service company. And But really, look, it was a few years later that I found my passion. And I just realized how many amazing inventors there were out there and entrepreneurs and manufacturers. And I really wanted to solve their problems. So a lot of them faced a lot of the regulatory hurdles. Um, they didn't know how to get started or how to grow to make it an everyday tool. So we work with them to solve their problems. So we write safety cases. We come up with how they implement that into their existing workflows. We connect manufacturers to the end user. And look, we, we even go further to help them fly if they need as well. So would you say you are a full service agency? We probably fall more into yeah, that consulting, that full service sort of model, um, really to support that um, the, the end user or the, or the manufacturer. So, you know, my question come up from that, you didn't have a background or knowledge in drones initially when you kickstarted your business. So how did you gain this knowledge being now one of the well-known consultants on the field i remember being petrified at first going oh my gosh everyone knows so many amazing things <laughs> out there and i was really hard on myself i used to stay up and watch Look, I used to watch blogs and webinars and YouTube videos and speak to so many people and, and not be afraid to collaborate. Um, I think that's where our industry went from strength to strength to say, this is our strength, but let's work with other people. And then my knowledge just kept growing, growing and growing and just being really open to change. That was my big thing. Yeah, I really love this attitude because, you know, I think the whole industry changing so quick. So if you don't change with the industry, you have no chance no i live it every day yeah it's it, sometimes it's really hard to keep up I, I close my eyes and then the next day someone's ringing me with some amazing new new platform and i'm like wow like i thought that was still a few years away but it's here right now and and look i mean we see the industry like it's moving so quickly and it's great but it's also a challenge for the regulators and things out there as well like obviously that's a struggle for sometimes in australia things are moving so quickly which is great for consultants like myself but obviously it, it does make a challenge sometimes for the, that framework so how do you work together with the local regulators what's basically currently the status in australia we're very lucky they're very forth thinking and there's a lot of framework for regulatory especially when we move to complex operational so they have a the SORA methodology from, from JARIS, um, which was a great step. So where we work with industry, so we help develop that safety case and we write that in a very consistent manner for the, the regulator and the regulator gets used to how we write that. So we learn all their tricks of how we, how we can get past different mitigations and how we can fly near people and things like that. And then for them, they get to see consistent work and um, they know it's going to be compliant and safe. Fantastic. So uh, what's next for Hoover UAV? So what, what's in the horizon? I would love to keep connecting. One of the most rewarding things of the past two years has been connecting those manufacturers to here in Australia. So we've been working with companies like Doosan and we brought the first hydrogen drones into Australia and also like Percepto, some of those sort of autonomous drones in the box. 
We've also been involved with many drone delivery programs over the years from Wing um, and to the latest one we've been involved with is the Northern Territory Drone Delivery Program. So the health department are going to start deliver medicines to the Indigenous communities. So I really see the potential in that drone market, a drone delivery market. So I really want to help people solve those challenges that they're going to face along the way. Last year, we also launched our BB Loss Hub. So our BB Loss Hub um, will be a big focus for myself and our team moving forward. So it's a place where people can come and learn and they can learn about complex operations. They can get the approvals, sorry, the licensing for um, beyond visual line of sight. And they can also learn how to develop those SORA and those safety cases as well. They can use the place to hire qualified maintenance personnel or chief remote pilots. And with the BB Loss Hub, we developed the remote operations centre. So it's a place where we can train people or we can fly from the comfort of our office, <laughs> nice air conditioning instead of, and fly the drones that are out in um, remote and rural Australia. So it's saving a lot of time on logistics, especially um, over COVID where we've had a lot of travel restrictions. And probably the only other thing is, and I think this is something that you mentioned really to me earlier when we were talking, how important it is for people in the industry to be involved with the future policy. So our team are really active on a lot of working groups. There's a lot of exciting things happening with airspace management. Also policy on noise and privacy. You'll, you'll probably see us floating around on different boards and working groups as well. So as you see that you are very active in the policy side as well. And, you know, talking about the policy, I think governments, one of the biggest headache is that social acceptance of drones. So I experienced working with a few governments that communities and people has concerns about noise and privacy, as you mentioned. So I'm just wondering, what's your takeaway? Where are we now regarding social acceptance of drone services? Go into the approach. Let's just keep trying. And it's educational. I really sort of all operators out there or people involved in the industry really need to spend the time. Volunteer, go down to your local school group, run some like fun days and things like that, because it's a great way to educate people. And I think when they're not scared of or, or they come down and go, oh, wow, really, that's not that noisy or, okay, well, this is how you've developed your safety case. So, oh, you're not going to hit my plane. Like you've actually taken all of that into consideration. So it's it's education from young through to the most experienced manned aviation pilots. Sometimes they go, well, how, how do we know you're being safe? So education is the only way that I think we're going to push forward public acceptance. Jackie, you talk to my heart because, you know, this is what we do here and the platform as well. We do believe this education is really needed. This is one of our main purpose as well. So thanks for the great interview. It was lovely talking to you. Okay, you have a lovely night or day in Europe. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Drone Talks Online. A platform designed to spread ideas and educate in the drone ecosystem. Search for dronetalks.online to hear from more of our industry leaders and to find out how you can get involved.